0: Take care of yourself as well as you can. Mm. Like, like, it's really easy to give of yourself until there's nothing left to give, and then you know you work yourself to a frazzle, or you work yourself until you're sick, or you uh, take care of yourself, take care of your own needs. Uh, it's not wrong to put yourself first enough so that you can help others.
1: It is so wonderful that you are here. Welcome to the Clean and Lean podcast. Today I have a very special guest, the one and only Dr. Douglas Graham, author of The 80/10/10 Diet, a book that completely changed my life for the better. And yeah, he's been raw vegan for more than 40 years. He's in his early 70s, thriving, um, and has been a big inspiration for me and also many of my friends. Um, Yeah, and in this talk we're getting into what his experience has been like sharing this message with the world, what motivates him, we're also getting into different forms of exercise and movement um, for weight loss, like what's the best thing, strength or cardio. And also we're getting into like what it feels like to actually have been raw vegan for so, so long, uh, which is a very exciting question that I have been curious to ask him for a while now. So yeah, I hope you enjoy this interview a bunch and yeah, have fun. Today, I'm here with wonderful Dr. Doug Graham, who has been uh, a very big inspiration for me. So I also first wanted to share my big, big gratitude and appreciation for everything you do for this world. And also you just, yeah, uplifted my life a lot with everything you share in terms of fitness and nutrition. And I first wanted to ask you, because I've always been curious, like what are your three biggest motivations to like keep doing what you're doing right now? Because I'm sure there are a lot of challenges for you sometimes.
0: Three biggest motivations. Well, one is I enjoy being of service. Mm. I enjoy this. This, this, it's very rewarding. It's a gift to myself to be able to give to others. <clears throat> I recognize a need for this in the world. uh, There are many people worried about many things and I know for me that what I have to pay attention to is what's important to me. Okay, Uh, we need more vegans, we need more raw vegans, we need more fit people, we need more trim people, we need more healthy people, we need more productive people. Uh, My enthusiasm to share with others is sort of like someone who is in a swimming pool and says come on in the water's fine you know i want people to experience how wonderful it is like a child who says oh this tastes really good i want mommy to taste it you know i want people to feel how good it is to be healthy and and how wonderful it is to have enthusiasm and energy and to wake up when your eyes open and you're ready to go and then to be able to play with people all day I really I, I'd love to give people a taste of that Amazing. Uh, the expression nothing tastes as good as feeling good feels. So for me this is a very powerful concept that, that feeling good, feeling good is so much easier than being sick So I'm trying to show people an easy way uh, to have sweet and juicy, luscious food, to feel good all the time, uh, to have a body that works. Uh, And for me, as the years go, it remains important to me to be of value, like to be needed, to be useful in the community. I'm, I'm not ready to be taken care of I want to continue to be a caretaker, a caregiver wow, and, so and to me this is a good feeling, so again it's like when I give, I get mm. and so there's all of that and of course uh, being a provider it's you know, part of a male I think part of the male psyche is I wish to be a provider uh, and, and this is strong for me to be able to provide for my family I want to be able to do that so, showing up and sharing what's in my head, I'm, I'm, I'm tickled beyond belief that I can still take what's in my head and get it out to people. Uh, and as long as that is still valuable for others, I want to do that. I want to be valuable.
1: Wow. Wow. That's so beautiful, thank you for sharing. And I love that you still want to continue doing it despite the fact that you might retire or you know, other people in your age maybe retire, but you want to continue to spread the message, be of service and help others. And I would be curious if you could describe to us, the audience and me, what does it feel like in your body having eaten this way for so long, having been exercising so consistently for so long. And how, how do you feel in your belly and in your body?
0: I can't say that I know no other way because I do know another yeah. way. I was a very sick child. I was sick for 25 years, the first 25 years of my life. Uh, it, it, I remember that quite vividly of what it feels like to feel bad. Um, and I don't, I don't want to feel ill i don't look forward to the next cold i don't look forward to the next disease or we being injured or too tired to be functional um i love that i can you know still move and and what does it feel it feels the same i would say it feels like it's always felt it really feels like i've always, like it always felt i am i aware that There's a side of me that says, oh, I'm aware that I'm, I'm older and maybe can't recover quite as quickly. But I'm really not seeing a lot of that. I'm really not seeing a lot of that. I go out and play, I play I play all the time. I, I was in Serbia for a month. I went to the gym every single day. Oh. I didn't miss a day um, out of those 30 days. I miss a day, did a weights workout every single day. Plus, you know, get to the gym and back and do a little running as well. Um, I can go every day and it feels great.
1: So when you had a heavy weightlifting session, do you ever feel like muscle aches in your body or does your body recover smoothly and quickly?
0: I know how to train from my weightlifting in such a way that I won't tend to... Mm -hmm experience the overload of soreness, crazy soreness, uh, unless I, you know, there's two ways not to get sore, right? Like, don't ever train or keep training. So I keep training, and this way the soreness, it, it's, it's most uncommon. I might get a little something here or there, but really that would be uh, from doing something I'm not used to. And I always do a little something I'm not used to because but just a little bit yeah a little of something i'm not used to i need to keep i don't want to let those things completely go away yeah so i keep saying oh you know i haven't done this in a while i haven't done this i really should oh i've let pulling go away or i've let pushing go away or I've let some you know i've sprinting go away and you have to get you don't want to let anything go away i don't really want to let anything go away but so i do as much as i can
1: Amazing. Yeah. And can you share a little bit about your philosophy about movement? Because I know you rarely talk about it as work, or you never call it a workout. No. So what is your philosophy behind it?
0: Well, I fully, I fully embrace the senior Olympic motto, which is you don't stop playing because you get old. They say you get old because you stop playing. Hmm. And... So I want to maintain that playful attitude. I enjoy play, I enjoy games, I enjoy little meaningless competitions, you know, who can throw the stone into the circle. Little meaningless things would make it playful. Uh, and I, I just get a little tickle out of being fun and playful and um, I call it childlike. Nice. You know, just kind of, it's still there. And so I might as well enjoy that. Some people say the twinkle in the eye, you know, it's it's definitely there. So um, my attitude towards training uh, is sometimes I train because I have a goal, like a competition. Uh, Competition definitely gives you motivation for training, definitely provides a reason and a purpose. Uh, But even if I don't, I just enjoy it. I have a certain amount of personal pride. It's not an ego thing, but I I want to be able to get up and down the stairs effortlessly. I want to, you know, uh, be able to carry packages. Uh, basically, be functional. I just want to be functional. Um, it's it's not. I'm not driven. I'm not making my living out of sport. I'm not uh, competing on an Olympic stage. Um, I don't put a lot of time into fitness, but I don't ignore fitness.
1: How much time do you put into fitness per day?
0: It's different than it used to be when I was younger, for sure. But now? Because I was doing cardio sports, and cardio sports took more time. I'm not putting as much emphasis on cardio. I'm putting more emphasis on bursts and heavy lifting because I don't wish to let my strength go away. My lifestyle is more sedentary today. There's more computer time, more phone time, more sitting time. Um, And so I found like what I was losing was strength. And I said, okay, I need to focus a bit on strength. But strength training does not take a lot of time. Um, If I put in an hour three times a week on strength training, it's a lot. Really it is a lot. I can show people how to do it in less time uh, but when I set up programs and coach people through programs it's usually an hour three times a week.
1: Wow, oh, okay. And in my channel I focus all about um, slimming down and shedding excess fat. So what do you think is more effective in terms of that? Um, cardio or strength training? Probably both, right? <laughs> but. What advice would you give to people out there who are looking to shed some pounds?
0: Reduce the fat in your diet by increasing fruit and vegetables and be willing to walk away from the table. Walk Mm. away from the table. You don't have to eat till you're absolutely stuffed. Mm. Just eat until you're happy, till you're satisfied, till you've had enough that will last you until the next meal. You don't have to like excess does does not have to be excessive certainly you we would say overall the average strength workout does not burn quite as many calories as the average cardio workout but fitness activities unless you are exceptionally fit fitness activities are not great ways to lose weight mm. because most people are not fit enough to make a big difference calorically so for an average person if they go out and do two or three hundred calories worth of exercise that's a fair bit Mm. Uh, but they can do two or three hundred calories in a few bites of avocado or a few you know a few bites of nut butter um, and we could already be at 300 calories we can we can we can make a difference in the diet of two or three hundred calories far more easily than putting in two or three hundred calories worth of exercise so i'm going to say the difference is in the, at the kitchen in the table
1: that's such yeah. a good point i love that but then i'm sure you agree that it's still so important to still incorporate
0: movement fitness is absolutely essential because I mean, it's essential for health we have health. to move yeah we have to move but if we take the average person and say, oh, you want to lose weight, increase your fitness activities by another two or three hundred calories a day. That would be a big a big thing to ask. Mm.
1: That would
0: be a big but ask. But walking
1: away from the table a little bit earlier than mm. usual. A few bites. Yeah, that's so good. I love that advice. And I have another question about you. So when you started this lifestyle and throughout the years, what would you say was the biggest challenge to keep going for you?
0: The biggest challenge at first was overcoming the naysayers influences. Uh, I believe believe Tony Robbins used the phrase susceptible to the negative influence of others or of other people is the way he said he called it susceptible to the negative influence of other people and the and the thing that worked to my benefit is usually if people tell me I can't, then I think, "Oh, did you watch me?" You know. So, some when people say, "Oh, you know, you can't just do fruits and vegetables," I go, "Watch me," because I was I was quite committed up here that it made all the sense in the world that I had all of the the science was supportive of eating fruits and vegetables that nature provided a model that all the Anthropoid primates eat fruits and vegetables. Uh, It made only sense for us as anthropoid primates to also eat fruits and vegetables. But there was a tremendous amount of negative influence. People saying, yeah, fruits and vegetables are good for you, but you can't eat just fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was a bit challenging. So Uh, how
1: did you overcome that challenge?
0: Well, because the overwhelming amount of information just said, I mean, I can't look myself in the eye. So this was, this was challenging. Um, and I had no framework of reference. You know, when you have no framework of reference, uh, it's easy to lose your way. So I had no framework of reference of how much food do we eat. Even though I knew that I need to eat enough food at breakfast until I make to lunch, or enough food at lunch so I can make it to dinner. I already knew this, it's easy to say it in hindsight, but I didn't know how many bananas that was going to be to leave me satisfied from noon until five.
1: How long did it take you to find out how many bananas you need to feel satisfied, and did you feel weird in the beginning eating so many bananas?
0: Never felt weird, never felt weird and never felt wrong it just, it always felt like a treat, a present, you mm-hmm. know, there was no, it, it was a prize, it was not a penalty in any way. Um, I like sweet and juicy things. I've always had a sweet tooth and I, and I respect it. But it took some time because I would eat breakfast and then be hungry again two hours later and lunch wasn't for four hours. <laughs> And they go, oh, I didn't eat enough. Um, I don't know how long this took to totally... be Part of the problem was there were no, there were no road signs. Yeah. There were no books. There were no leaders. There were no YouTube videos. There were no instructional anything. I'm blazing a trail through forest. I, I asked four people who were the raw food leaders of the world at the time. If you were going to create a, a program for athletes, would it be cooked or raw? And all four of them said raw. I said, what would that program look like? And they go, we have no idea. We've only mm-hmm. helped sick people get well. We've never helped athletes perform on raw food. But the program would be raw. You're going to have to figure that out. So I did. I played with that. But how long did that take to really get it? Maybe somewhere between seven and ten years before I really felt like i had it every detail down to a science and the science to support every detail mm. uh, at that point i started writing and then it was 5 more years before 801010 10 became a thing
1: yeah, which is, by the way, an amazing book, and I'm sure some of you have already read it, but if you haven't yet, I definitely highly recommend reading the 80 book. Thank you. Uh, it's an amazing book, and also checking out your website, foodandsports.com. I will link it in the description box. Do you have anything else where people can find you? or Foodandsports.com is the best. Amazing. The
0: word food, the letter, and the word sport.
1: Nice. Yeah, I'll link it down below. And I have one last question, which I ask everyone who I interview. So if you could travel back in time to the time where you started this lifestyle, which three advice would you give your younger self?
0: Eat more fruit. (laughs) More than (laughs) that. Three advice. Eat more fruit. Um... Enjoy. I got very fortunate. I didn't I, um, eat more fruit. Enjoy. Take care of yourself as well as you can. Mm. Like, like, it's really easy to give of yourself until there's nothing left to give, and then you know you work yourself to a frazzle, or you work yourself until you're sick, or you. Um, take care of yourself take care of your own needs uh, it's not wrong to put yourself first enough so that you can help others you know, rather it, life is a long journey even though life is a blink of an eye if we look in an intergalactic world you know but but um, when your own experience of it life is a long time And mm-hmm. and I want to play that long game not just hey let me see what I can do I want to get the most out of every day, but I want to, I want to come up with sustainable systems.
1: Mm, that you can do for the rest of your life. Sure, for sure. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Doug.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure, Julie. And, yeah. Every success to you.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. All Reach right. out to the world.
1: Everyone, bye-bye. <laughs> Go to health. All right, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I definitely did. And yeah, if you're currently looking to slim down and shed some pounds, I have a brand new free effortless weight loss blueprint, which you can get by clicking the link in the description box down below. And other than that, I wish you an awesome rest of your day and maybe see you in the next episode. Bye.